Howdy, well thank you for clicking on the podcast, and welcome to the first edition of Drop Kicking It. This is a professional wrestling podcast, as told by a former professional wrestler and current wrestling fanatic. Really the idea behind this podcast was to just give those who may be interested in starting a career or, or a hobby in professional wrestling, just a little bit of insight into what like training um, and going to wrestling school itself looks like. Um, I, I feel like I, I have an interesting story and an interesting perspective on that. You know, I've always felt like it was a good idea for me to do this because, you know, A, I love wrestling and B, I love talking and I definitely never get tired of talking about myself. Uh, and so I felt like this was a really good opportunity. I have a pretty good knowledge base as far as wrestling goes. So I feel like it'll be a good kind of like wrestling story time, but then also maybe we'll dive into some of the current state of things, whether that's WWE or AEW or PWG or ROH or, you know, just some crazy thing I saw on YouTube or Reddit. And, um, There won't be a lot of edits, as you probably can already tell. I'm kind of just getting used to all this stuff, and I'm sure it'll get better, but bear with me on the first episode here. Um, I guess I can start by talking about myself, um, a little bit about myself. You know, uh, I grew up a huge wrestling fan, as one would imagine, huge into um, the Attitude Era is really when I uh, started watching, kind of a, a young age there, and you know, really fell in love with the games and the the toys, the action figures, and um, just really engulfed myself in the the culture and just the professional wrestling life. Um, you know, I met a lot of folks along the way who shared that same sort of sentiment, and uh, we are still friends to this day, and that kind of leads into a lot of the stories that I'm going to tell. Growing up, one of my first loves as a young person was Power Rangers, still still a fan, I guess, but that was really the first thing that captured my imagination, and then from there it evolved into comic book stuff like Spider-Man and X-Men specifically. That, and, and I was always a huge fan watching martial arts movies like Bruce Lee stuff with my dad, uh, and so I just felt like pro wrestling really combines all of those things into one piece of... I guess, content, like it it takes the colorful, crazy costumes of the comic books and then the, the violence, I guess, of like the martial arts and the the fighting stuff that I liked. And it just kind of mixed it together. And I feel like that's really what piqued my interest. And then it just kind of grabs hold of you and you just take it from there. I remember, man, just like getting so obsessed at such a young age and making my parents buy me wrestling games on the PS1, playing Warzone and Attitude and, um, you know, from there, the SmackDown series. And it's funny because that's so long ago now, like 20 years ago, but I still uh, feel pretty much the same. I still have a room full of wrestling action figures. I still watch pretty religiously. Uh, I still play all the games. And it's just one of those things, like, I just never really lost, like, a passion for it. And for me, I, I, you know, I kind of struggle with a lot of stuff mentally. I wouldn't say that I'm depressed, but I certainly have, like, a tendency towards depression. And 
that's one of the things that's always, I know this is so lame to say, but it really was like one of the, the things that I just always like counted on and looked forward to was being able to watch wrestling or somehow like engulf myself in wrestling. And, um, it, it really kind of helps me through stuff. So, um, it's just, it's, it's funny how much you don't change. Yeah. And how I still really use that you know, just to stay creative, I guess. And that's another reason I wanted to do this podcast. I want to be creative and I want to stay creative. As I got older, I really let go of a lot of the stuff that I used to do for fun. And I, I mean, I, I've done like a lot of creative things. I feel I was in a lot of bands in high school. So creating music, I took a venture in a graphic design that didn't go so well, always really into editing videos. Um, and I think that the older I get, like even hobby wise, like, you know, a lot of stuff has evolved. I've always been very interested in, um, MMA as well. Uh, probably not quite to the level of, of pro wrestling as far as like obsession goes, but definitely have a, like a really healthy interest and respect for different styles of fighting, um, namely jujitsu. And I, and I still do that as a hobby today. I've been doing that. I mean, that was one of the first things I started, uh, and that, that'll actually be a funny story that we'll get into about why I started jiu-jitsu at age, like, seven or eight. That was one of the things um, that I also held on to, and I still, like, love, and I watch it, and I study it, and I practice it, but it's just not uh, the same thing, man. There's just something about wrestling, and so I think a lot of people probably feel pretty similarly. So I think what I want to do is is definitely have some story time stuff, but also... I, I want to watch matches that are important to me and, and talk about those and uh, just talk about the current state of the product. And right now with it being WrestleMania 35 season, I feel like we are in that zone, man. It's it's about that time. And I always get really excited around WrestleMania. I mean, even though I, I realize it's eight hours and it, everyone has such high expectations that you don't end up or that they don't end up really living up to a lot of the time, but Man, there's just something about uh, just like the feel of things, and this this show is no different. Um, as I record this tonight, it's like the week leading into it. Uh, we are on the road to WrestleMania, and uh, I think that it's pretty cool to be a fan, and it's kind of partially what inspired me to kind of venture out and, and just kind of give this whole thing a go and really um, talk about stuff. So let's talk about it. I think that, you know, I kind of foreshadowed a lot of stuff and talked about my my passion for wrestling and like what led me to it. Uh, And so it really was one of those things where my uh, best friend uh, to this day, at least one of them, we we really um, that was what we bonded over. We were very into wrestling. We met at a very young age. We were probably like eight, maybe. and really, like, I grew up in a really small town, so it was tough to find people who felt the same about, you know, wrestling, I guess. Um, I mean, there's people, like, there was people were always wearing the DX shirts and the NWO shirts and stuff, but they didn't really, like... I'm, I've always been kind of a snob about this and, like, a know-it-all, and, like, it just wasn't the same thing. And so when I met, you know, my best friend Mike, like, he really, really was, like, just all in on that kind of thing. And so we bonded really quickly and that's, you know, who, you know, we were the creative minds behind the KWA and later on the R1W. And, uh, 
So, you know, so we met and, and we started, you know, backyarding and just like tape trading and DVD trading and toy trading, which, you know, it's, it, it was a really like fun time. So he, uh, his sister actually, I guess, you know, got into music, like country music. And so the family decided to actually move to Nashville. I think there was obviously other reasons, but that was like a, you know, a game changer for them was her trying to pursue that career. Cause she had a lot of talent. And again, where we grew up in California in the small town, it just wasn't the place to be, man. So they moved to Tennessee and like we remained friends, which I still think is pretty crazy. We're still very good friends to this day. And I think that's tough when you're, I guess he moved when I was 13 or 14, but you know, we stayed friends and that was part of the reason I think that we were, you know, uh, successful later on when we decided to go to wrestling school and I, he actually went to school first. So he's living in Tennessee. I'm 18 at this point. We're still friends. I don't have anything going on. I was fat and just shitty, just ate at all hours of the night. I, uh, I have like ADD, ADHD, and it's just like, was so hard for me to focus on school. And I had great parents that took me out of school and, um, assisted with me uh graduating really i graduated early about a year early and instead of getting a job i i stayed at home and watched wrestling and um you know did like very part-time like dishwasher type jobs just to have enough money to buy food and wrestling dvds and drank like two liter of soda a night and i was just your typical wrestling nerd man um so you know i had nothing going on and i just packed up and he was in wrestling school and he got out of school and he started working matches and it just it, i was i guess jealousy really drove it uh, and we always talked about going to wrestling school together and so i just did it man and uh drove out there moved in with his parents which was fantastic i'm still like so grateful they let me crash their place and really like assisted in me trying to kickstart this whole thing and you know, we went and uh, trained, and like he trained a little bit, and I feel like we, when you're that obsessed, I think it's just one of those things that kind of comes to you, and it it did like really quickly. I maybe wasn't as athletic, or at least like naturally athletic as a lot of the guys, or even as as Mike, but um, I just I loved it so. I put in the work and in a really short period of time, they needed someone on a show and I just, I, they put me on the show, man. Um, and it just kind of started from there and it was awful for a while. Uh, and we were, we always wanted to tag up and most of the time we were booked as like opponents just cause we could work a halfway decent match and not get the shit beat out of us by disgruntled Southern wrestlers who never made it. Um, and just hated, young dudes that like wanted to, I guess, I don't know. I'll never understand that, but that's just kind of the way that things go. Um, and I'll get more into specific stories just in general, like as this podcast podcast or podcast, because I meant podcast as that progresses. I think that'll, that'll be, you know, half the fun of me reliving this and getting to tell the story to a kind of a wider audience. Uh, but anyway, so we, where was I? We we went to school. Um, they had me work a match. Yeah, and then it just kind of started from there. And 
we were working every single weekend and then finally people started tagging us up and we, you know, we got a little bit of notoriety, I guess, like at least on the local scene. Um, and they had us doing podcasts and, um, filming like vignettes and stuff at like college football conventions. And it was pretty cool, man. Um, I I haven't even like talked about who we were. So, uh, (laughs) uh, first starting, my name was Josh Prada. Um, I think, I don't know where that name came from. I think honestly, from listening to the devil wears Prada and just trying to come up with, I knew that I wanted my first name to be Josh, but I didn't know, uh, cause that is my first name. I didn't know what I wanted the last name to be. Mike always, we came up when we were younger with Mike Revick. And so I just wanted a last name and I chose Prada. Little did I know there was a lot of Spanish musicians with that name, but you know, what do you, what do you know when you're 17? Uh, so anyway, so we, I, I was Josh Prada. I wore a zebra stripe singlet. I was chubby, uh, very unathletic. Mikey was skinny and wore an orange, orange trunks. And we just tried to beat the shit out of each other. Really? Um, lot huge lack of psychology for the most part. Uh, and we were just trying to, you know, have fun really. Uh, when we started seeing success, we changed our names. A guy by the name of Mike Promo, who ran um, a a Fed called I was called a Fed. Um, we ran a promotion, I guess, called FTW, which was Fusion Tradition Wrestling, out of like like Cookville, Crossville, Tennessee area. Thought we looked like little knew we were from California. Knew we were just like little like Justin Bieber lookalikes. And so uh, he said the Hollisters would be a good name, do like a male model type gimmick. And that's kind of what we ran with the rest of the time that we, we worked. We changed the name from Hollister to Hollistar just to add an extra layer of obnoxiousness onto it. Made our last, our previous last names, our first names. So Prada Hollistar, Revic Hollistars, uh, the Hollistar brothers is we, you know, we went as brothers and we were borderline homosexual uh male model siblings from california wore scarves out to the ring and man it was so much fun had some good matches and some good places met some cool people met some awful people um and just really you know have a had a had a great time um and that's probably a good kind of like overarching nutshell i think too like we did it for a short period of time and then just life kind of like gets in the way and like like i said earlier i deal with a lot of like weird like emotional stuff like i i don't like to get into it too much but it just i'm just kind of a baby sometimes and you know i felt like very unmotivated to continue and it was really hard to live on my own. And um, my dad actually got sick. He was, um, I thought he had a heart attack actually. And he was diagnosed with congestive heart failure and COPD. Uh, and it was just really hard. It was just him and my mom. And I just, everything kind of came crashing down. And I decided to move home, which, they, you know, there were good and bad things about that. And... They, they always say, like, people who 
who wrestled or wrestle, they always say like, there's like a bug. Right. And, and I really think that that's true because I still, to this day, like think about it and toy with it. And it's just, it's been so long. And, and now I have like a, like a career with a corporate company. Not that that's, you know, necessarily what I want to do with my life, but I'm making okay money. Um, I live with my girlfriend who I love and we have a dog and just life kind of just goes on. You know, I'm still, like I said, a huge fan. I still have a toy room full of wrestling stuff, full of wrestling DVDs that I'm looking at right now. So watch every week. Not even just WWE, but I mean, I still follow pretty much all things wrestling from, you know, WWE to ROH to New Japan to PWG specifically. And I'll get into some Evolve and like Beyond Wrestling stuff. And um, once AEW is like, up and running aside from their show they've already done like i think it's well i guess uh that all in wasn't necessarily an AEW show but i consider it a show uh i'm still a huge fan and it's funny because the place where i moved you know i ended up moving away from home again a few years after that but there is a wrestling school relatively close it's in close proximity and i toy with the idea all the time of just getting back into it and i just i don't know there's just something that prevents me from from doing it but i still think about it and i think about what i would want to do and like moves i would want to do and storylines and character development and just all this madness because i'm just out of my mind um and so you know that's kind of what you're in for some reliving the glory days stories some like really like inside stuff and stuff that i went through while i was training and while i was like on the road brother just making towns and uh other state of the state of the or current state or something i don't know it's just talking about present day stuff um and i think what i would like to do to kind of cap off some episodes just spitballing some segments is just kind of go through uh squared circle on reddit it's a page i spend a lot of time on as i would assume a lot of pro wrestling fans do and i'll just kind of go over the big news on there or a couple of stories and just give my thoughts and you know hopefully that's entertaining because i sure like to talk about it and my girlfriend's tired of hearing it so that's i guess the real reason i don't want her to be annoyed with me all the time just sometimes uh so scrolling through reddit here i have squared circle uh pulled up and i know the biggest thing right now is the last week tonight wwe story with john oliver i haven't seen it yet i probably should have watched it um but all the comments on it man are uh pretty crazy it's weird like i've always been a huge paul london fan and i uh i met him with my friends after uh wrestle reunion or no kurt Kurt Russell reunion. I can't remember. I think that was the first show. Yeah. Kurt Russell reunion from PWG, uh, at, at a high spots LA like convention, literally the nicest guy up to that point that I had met in wrestling, just so accommodating and took a bunch of pictures with us and hung out with us and just was super, super cool. And he just, man, it's crazy. Like watching stuff and reading stuff. Um, he, he hates WWE. So comment right here via Twitter is if WWE actually gave a damn for those who broke themselves for their bottomless wealth, they'd have set up a free physical rehab program for their alumni. Don't you think? Nope. 
their free drug rehab offer is for alumni or for alumni is a total sham and a PR scheme. Why do most become addicts? It's uh it's pretty wild, man. Um I definitely got to read it because then you have like Jim Cornette on the other end saying it was like the best piece of wrestling media that he's seen in the last 40 years or something. So that's, uh, that's pretty crazy. What else do we got on here? Um, another last week tonight, Adam hangman, uh, Adam page shined a little light on just how little power wrestlers have had over their terms of employment in an industry with little to no competition or regulation, a sobering reminder that, um, you can be our biggest advocates with how you spend your money and time for sure. So I'll have to watch that it's super polarizing at this point. So, um, we'll see a bunch of raw spoilers cause I'm filming this or recording this right before raw on a Monday night. And, uh, I'm on the West coast, so it's a lot of stuff that's happened on the East coast. And, uh, I wonder what's going to go on with like Ricochet and Alistair Black. I wonder if they're going to get the revival at WrestleMania. I'm not sure. See a new, um, Botchamania. Love those. Not a whole lot of news just because it's all, um, kind of random stuff here. So maybe this uh, maybe this was a terrible idea, because <laughs> um, you know if I was listening to this I would be like cool man I could have just gone on Reddit. Uh, hopefully sometimes there's some news, um, big developments. But I think the biggest thing right now is that last week tonight piece. And man, I'll tell you like I got hurt a few times wrestling. Uh, not like huge. I mean I still think I have like you know your standard back and neck problems, but like there was one match where I completely shattered my nose and I don't know, man, I was working like a minimum wage job at a planet fitness. Like I, I didn't have health insurance. I mean, I guess I was like under my parents, but it was tough. Like I can't imagine, you know, being a grown, you know, being someone with a family and that's like your primary source of income. And it's just so hard to get health insurance or have the company or companies take care of you. Like, my nose thing is still, to this day, like, I literally can't breathe out of my nose. I have a deviated septum. My nose is legitimately crooked. Like, glasses sit funky on my face. And, like, it kind of blows, man, because there's not a lot of oxygen to my brain, which you can probably tell if you've listened to me for the last 20-some-odd minutes. Um, And so I can't imagine being legit injured, having some kind of, like, really um, severe injury and not being able to take care of it or not being able or not being able to afford it, man. It's, it's wild. So I'll definitely have to give that a watch. I, you know, I guess I, I, I would consider myself a John Oliver fan, I suppose. Um, and anything wrestling related, I'll watch whether I agree or disagree. Um, even that, like, <laughs> if anybody remembers that old, like wrestling, ha- wrestling is, or secrets exposed or whatever with skull duggery, you got to hop on YouTube after this and really uh, listen to that or watch that. It's the funniest shit of all time. Huge fan of that. Um, So yeah, that seems to be the news. Pretty excited for WrestleMania 35. I think it's not a bad card, man. Kofi and Daniel Bryan should be good. It's, it's just insane how, how popular Kofi got over the last few weeks. I'm sure you've heard millions of podcasts talk about that in nauseam at this point. 
Uh, and it's just like, it, it's crazy the love and support that someone gets for just sticking around. And I think that that's pretty powerful. It's cool. I like when the audience dictates stuff. It's very similar to the Daniel Bryan stuff in 2014 that ended up giving him a slot at uh, WrestleMania 30. Um, so that's, it's pretty, I guess it's irony because now, you know, Daniel Bryan's the champion and it is what it is. And I love Daniel Bryan's heel work right now. I think that's so awesome to just be like a good person and just shove it down folks' throats. I know that's kind of, you know, the whole CM Punk angle, but man, huge fan of Daniel Bryan um, right now. I think like other matches that I can shout out that I'm excited for, I I don't know. I guess as a whole, I'm just excited for the show. There's no matches that really stand out off the top of my head. Definitely, like, don't care about a lot of stuff, I guess. But, I like, I care about the show, but I don't care about the matches. A lot of them seem thrown together, other than, like, the main event, um, which will be cool that women are main eventing. That's sweet, I guess. But um, the Triple H Batista match is, like, I literally could care less um aj styles randy orton i'm sure it'll be a great match could care less i don't know man i we'll find out on smackdown and so i probably should have waited to record this but i'm sure i i have a feeling something's gonna get added to like the samoa joe mysterio match cool match but it's just so random um i feel like they'll make it a multi-man i really want to see andrade or andrade however you say that and uh yeah man we'll see and then I think, you know, running it down the card, super, like, weird, like, I, it's cool that the demon will be making an appearance, demon Finn Balor, but, like, I, I just, I don't care, uh, about Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley for the thousandth time, like, I just don't care, so, anyway, like, I'll, I'll probably, uh, you know, when I do next week's episode, I'll talk about, I'll tell a story, uh, and then I will um, kind of run through the WrestleMania card. I have a nice little get-together plan for that, um, and just kind of review it and recap. Um, and in the meantime, I do want to leave you with a video to watch other than the Wrestling Secrets Exposed. So uh, Beyond Wrestling has a guy named Josh Briggs, um, big dude, super talented, a lot of fun to watch. Um, he works a few different promotions, but I primarily see him on the Beyond um YouTube page. Um, Homeboy's finisher is like a uh, choke slam into like a double knee backbreaker type of deal. Um, and he's kind of a big dude. And so recently he did it off the top rope to AR Fox and like landed super funky and dislocated his hip. And uh, the video is just put up. Maybe that was at an Evolve show. Either way, like he it's so nasty to watch the footage and they put it in slow-mo and they just, you see his leg, like he tries to pop it back in and you can just see it dislocated. Super nasty. And it kind of just goes through his recovery real briefly. So if you want to see like what happens when people talk about, you know, pro wrestling being fake, this is, this is what's up, man. Like that's, that's nasty, man. And then he's got months of rehab and recovery, which means money out of his pocket. Hopefully, you know, I'm going to buy a shirt just, might as well and, and help support him while he's injured, man. But it's a crazy video to watch. It's nasty. So I leave you with that. Um, you know, hopefully this kind of gave you a good, I guess I keep saying nutshell, but I guess that's what it is, man. Like a nutshelled idea of what you'll be seeing or, or listening to here. Um, and hopefully it's 
something that you're interested in and you continue to listen and we just get better. Like I said, I'm kind of figuring this whole thing out. I feel like the content will be good. Uh, maybe some technical difficulties, but we'll get there. So uh, thanks again for, for clicking and, and listening. Hopefully it was something that you, that you feel like you could really get into and, and we can kind of branch off from there. Um, other than that, I guess that's it for this week. Just going to leave it awkwardly and say later. Later.